When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts. This is Stacking the Box with NFL insider Matt Berteram and Mark Carmen. That's right. Championship Sunday is set. Welcome into Stacking the Box. Mark Carmen and our hero, Matt Berteram. Your Chiefs survived, pal, but that was uh, as dicey as they come. And let me just say this. I know Andy Reid's getting all sorts of love for his decision to go for it on fourth down. You've got a backup quarterback out there. You're up five points. You got Baker Mayfield on the other side of the field. In my mind, you punt the football and you win the football game that way. He went for it. Everyone's saluting him. That's Andy Reid. He's, you don't ever say that he's a, uh, you know, he, he's not, uh, he's too conservative, whatever. I, I hated it in the moment. I, where were you at? And I know you probably talked about this on the Arrowhead Attic podcast as well, but come on, man. That, I thought that was ridiculous. I was willing to punch a small child when Chad Henney dropped back to pass, both on fourth and one and earlier in that drive when Cleveland was out of timeouts on second and eighth. Uh, and he got sacked, and they ended up third and, third and 14. He scrambles out because he threw it again. Look, that's one of those things, in my opinion, all's well that ends well, right? But See, if that's Mahomes, I feel differently. Right, sure, if yes. Mahomes, I 100%. You put the ball in his hands, fine. They did it all year, I get that. Now, I will say you and I are a little different on one thing. When it was fourth and inches, I would have gone for it, but I would have run the ball. Because they were blowing them off the ball. Fair they enough. For five yards of carry. I Because to me, if you can't get two or four or six inches there, you don't deserve to win. Okay, but how much but, time was on the clock? Two minutes? No, it was uh, one fifteen. Right, under, under, under two. Yeah. You're at midfield. I Look. Look, if Joe Montana, if Tom Brady, not even this year's Tom Brady is on the other side of the field, I get it. You're going up against Baker Mayfield. You punt the football, man. I, no, I don't know. I get that. I hear that argument. And, and Mayfield yeah. was, you know, he threw for five and a half yards in a tenth today. It wasn't like he was ripping them apart. But I, I also understood the idea of, look, if we get six inches, the game's over. But I, no, I, I get it. I get I will it. I say this. I will say this because I, I, in the moment, also wanted to go out of my mind. But after the game, Henny said something I thought was interesting, which is why I bring it up. He said, Pat and I had talked about if there's a situation where they're in fourth, if we're in fourth and short and we got to have it, what plays do we want? And that play, because they thought the Browns would be in man based off film say they're like, we can get Hill anytime we want on that play. So I get it. Like, Andy, that wasn't just a whim move. He was like, look, we, we know we have this, but you got to execute it. Like, that's yeah, a dangerous they, thing. But didn't they run it in week 12, too, in the same exact situation, I think, against Miami or whoever it was? Tampa. Yeah, but I mean, so, it, it worked. I mean, credit right. words do. It worked. They made it work. But I agree. Look, it, that's the kind of thing, if it works, you're a hero. 
If it doesn't work, you're the dumbest bastard in the league for a whole week. Which is why, it which is, it just bothers me that we, the way so many, so much sports analysis is based on the result and not actually the process that went into it or the way we evaluate who's the great, well, who's the greatest quarterback? Well, Tom Brady, he won six. Or who's the greatest basketball player? Well, well, Jordan's better than LeBron because he won six. Like, it's not, it's just such a simplistic way of, of breaking it down. Like, there's, whether it worked or didn't work, like what went into that decision, Andy? Like I, I, I love, I love to hear the way he was thinking about it. But whatever, it worked. And right. listen, we're we're getting Chiefs and Bills. Did you have, by the way, I saw a tweet from you. Did you have it wrong that the Bills were a one and a half point favorite? No, they actually, um, when the books came out. Now, obviously, there's a million books, but there were some books that had the like the game as a pick'em. When it first came out, and right. it had the Bills as a one and a half point favorite. That's crazy because um, now it's a two and a, the Chiefs are a two and a half point favorite, and they're up to three now. Up to three, okay. Well, because at least everyone, in Nevada, it's three. Right, and well, I, I looked at DraftKings and FanDuel; they were two and a half, but that was okay. a couple hours ago. I haven't looked in the last, okay. you know, whatever. And the news is out uh, that you know, well, at least Andy's saying that Mahomes is doing great, and I think we all expect that he'll play. Although. Uh, you Jake Laser reported that he it really didn't even appear that he had a concussion. That he basically got choked out on the tackle and had an air, you know a, an oxygen issue. The we're going family style deal because I want a bite of your Big Mac and I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your fillet fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. It, well, it, and it was a weird thing. Like it I in his head. Right, it was you very know, bizarre. Because I, you know, I, I, um, I, I, I had an errand that I was running, and so I'm coming back. I missed like ten minutes of the game. I come back. I'm like, what the hell happened to Patrick Mahomes? And then I, you know, and then I look back at the highlight. I'm like, that doesn't look like, you know, it's. Just, I don't know. I, I was, I was just surprised that I thought there has to be something more than just right, that. Right. Normally, you, know? you get a knee to the head, or your head snapped back and hits the turf. It wasn't yeah. any of that. Look, I, I will say this. I, I did talk to one person close to the team uh, who, who did not divulge a ton on Mahomes, which I don't think is overly shocking, but was in, was very happy. I mean, felt great after the win. So it didn't seem as though uh, this source was, was overly concerned. I'll say that. Again, I did ask about Mahomes, didn't get a specific answer. I don't even know how many answers they have currently. Right. Um, and well, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm still working on that. But it, I mean, it is what it is right now. They're optimistic, apparently, according to Glazer, whoever he talked to. Um, and Mahomes, after the game, was was bouncing around and apparently wanted to go back in the game, and they just they couldn't clear. But we will see. I personally, again, it's an it's an opinion. I would be very surprised if he does not play on Sunday. Yeah, me as well. Very I, I surprised. I know it's an independent neurologist, but. Let's, let's be real. I, I would be shocked. Let, let's move around from the weekend, and we'll go back to Saturday. And let's actually start Saturday night, Buffalo and the, and the Ravens, 17-3. Uh, I, I get that it's playoff football, and I get that was a great matchup, but that was so freaking boring. It was bad. Uh, it, was, it, was bad. it was just – and when Lamar threw the pick in the end zone, that was it, bottom, bottom line. Oh, and oh, God, yeah. That, that, was, that, that was extremely uh, deflating. Josh Allen was fine, I guess, whatever. Uh, the, the Bills are into the AFC Championship game, end of story. And I, 
but I don't know what, how much you could take out of that game and feel like, all right, the Bills are ready to rock and roll with the Chiefs. That's, how, that's what I got, at least. Yeah, look, so here's my thing. Everybody and their mother's like, well, you know, you can't get on Josh Allen. There was wind. Hey, guys, it's January. There's going to be wind sometimes. Like, he didn't play well. It's fine to just say that. Look, we've all, you and I have both said, you know, and sung Allen's praises all year long. He's been terrific. He was great against the Colts. He didn't play well against the Ravens. It is what it is. Now, you want to say the deep shot that Diggs got blown off. Okay, fine. I'll hear that argument. But he did not play well, by and large, throughout the game. However, Lamar Jackson played even worse. Lamar Jackson was effectively awful throughout most of that game. And that that 101-yard, whatever the official total was on a pick six. Oh, I mean, the second he threw it, and it was a horrible throw. He threw, threw it, he threw it a four different bills on that play. I yeah, mean, there was a group right. of guys. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, well, what did he, what did he, what didn't he see? It's like I don't know what the hell he was looking at. Like, you know, in real time, it's like you you kind of wonder, you know, how how did that happen? You, you're looking for at least I was looking for an excuse for him. And then when they slow it down, you see, I'm like, what the yeah, hell bro. was that? Um, I will say, and we don't have to go way in depth here, but you know what? Because I'm going to write my columnist, and I I spoke to three sources around the league on this one, and. Allen and Jackson are both due for, or not due for, but eligible for extensions this offseason. They're, they're through their third years. Now, Allen I didn't even get into because Allen's going to get extended as well he should. He's going to make a boatload of money. What do you do if you're the Ravens with Jackson? Like, I, I, talking to sources around the league, the belief is, and it's also, to be frank, my belief, both going into those conversations and coming out of them, they will pay him. They will pay him a fortune. They will pay him right below Patrick Mahomes' money. But I got to tell you, and, and a couple of the sources felt the same way as this, I, I would be very uneasy doing it if I was Baltimore. Very. Yeah, that's a rock and a hard place. I mean, you're talking about a league MVP. You're talking about one of the most unique quarterbacks in the league. You're talking about a guy who, even right. in a bad season, went 11-5 and five, um, after winning 14 games last year. But, uh, you know, I, I'd be comfortable. Uh, you're you're going to sign him. Four years, 140? Is oh, that about right? More, you're paying him more than that. Four years, I, 160? I think he's getting 40 million a year. Yep, no doubt. And totally. I got to tell you, I get it if you're Baltimore. I get it. And if you're going to sign him, you're better off signing him sooner rather than later, right? Because the cap's only going to explode with TV money, and the and money always goes up. And and you, the earlier you sign him, the more prime years you're getting in that deal, and not you know thirty plus. Yeah. But I'll tell you, man, I'm nervous about it. If I'm Baltimore, I get it. I get it. And I think they're going to sign him too. I don't want to give away a ton of the column. Well, hell, if you listen, you deserve it. But I, talking to sources around the league who are plugged in, who who you know who would certainly be aware of the thought process and everything else. The belief is, yeah, they'll sign in this offseason. But they may come to regret it. I will say, and I'll finish with this, if you're the Ravens and you're going to sign in that amount of money, Willie Sneed can't be starting at receiver anymore. Like, you need to do everything you can to surround the guy with talent to succeed. You have to. It's malpractice if you don't. And, and, and I don't know how you go about it when your offense is basically a high school offense. Like you cannot, you are not winning the Super Bowl like that, Baltimore. I hate to break it to you, have no shot of beating good teams like that in the playoffs. None. Well, they, 
that was the most disheartening thing for me in in the in the Bills game. The standard Buffalo third and four, Lamar's going to run it, and he's most times he's going to end up picking up fourteen at bare minimum, getting the first down. He was they were getting nothing. It was it was straight shutdown. So oh. give Buffalo credit, but it yeah. it was ugly. Buffalo gets a ton of credit, and also let's call a spade a spade. Leslie Frazier, who's a very good defensive coordinator, basically said, you're not running the ball. I am putting eight and at times nine guys up on the line of scrimmage. You are not going to beat us running the football. If you're beating us, it's his ass throwing it. That's how we're losing this game. He's throwing it down the field. We're going to play press man. He's got to beat it. And he couldn't do it the whole night. And I'm not just putting that on him. Look, the receivers have got to get open, everything. They couldn't do it. They could not do it. Couldn't and didn't. Uh, Three speak, points. Yeah. Let, let's move over uh, to the NFC in game one on Saturday. Green Bay 32, the Rams 18. Jared Goff getting talked in. <laughs> Sean McVay is uh, up in the air on who his quarterback will be next year. He's evaluating everything. Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 36, 296, couple of touchdowns. Uh, beautiful, classic Rodgers uh, – read to Alan Lazard, who was behind the defense, and that was the sealer. Yep. Green Bay look good, man. Pack is rolling. Well, great. I think right now they're playing like the best team in the league. I really do. Um, now, you know, I, I'm a big believer in matchups and styles, and so I'm not saying that they're just guaranteed to go. In fact, I think they're going to have a very tough game on their hands on Sunday. But Really? Yeah, I do. I the Buccaneers, I think, are going to give them a problem. I'm not saying they're going to lose, but I think the Buccaneers are going to be a, a formidable foe. Um, and I think if they saw the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I think that would not be a walk in the park either. Um, <laughs> but look, the, the Packers look great. You know, it's a weird game because you look at it like thirty-two eighteen. Okay, they beat them. It felt like it was more than that. It oh, felt like they right. destroyed them. And McVay saying, "Oh, we're going to evaluate everything." Here's your translation for that for people who maybe aren't aware. If we can get a better quarterback, we are going to do it. I just don't know if we can do it. That's the evaluation uh, right there because they they know Goff isn't any good in terms of being a Super Bowl caliber guy year in and year out. And I I want to take this second though, give Goff a lot of credit. He was hurt. He played through it. He wasn't great, twenty one to twenty seven, a buck seventy four, but he wasn't awful. I mean, the Rams defense got shredded. If the Rams were going to win that game, they had to play better, and the Rams were awful. It, it, could knock it off the field. They gave a million rushing yards, 188 rushing yards. You're not going to win the game like that. I don't care how well Goff plays. It was what it was. I'm super excited for – look, and by the way, we'll get to it in a second, but the way Drew Brees went out, that's, that's too bad. But Brady Rodgers is incredible. Uh, Tom Brady is – right now Green Bay is a four-point favorite here. Right. Yeah. Um, which – Seems about right, but if I listen, I games I got right this week. I I loved Green Bay. I loved. I had Buffalo. I thought the Chiefs would pound Cleveland. Wrong, and I had the Saints. So my point of bringing that up is that I keep on. I I thought that Brady was gonna meet his end today. He didn't. So now it feels like am I downgrading Brady again going into this week? But I, I really like Green Bay a whole lot in this game. But uh, give Tom Brady. 
14 out of his 21 years he's played in in Aw, you didn't have to go so all out for my birthday. Yes, we did. Because birthdays are about showing your friends how much you care for them and how grateful you are for their... This is Jamie from Progressive. No, this is a great time. Progressive protects you 24-7. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry that happened. <clears throat> Jamie. Can you hold on one second? Uh, I gotta take this call. But remember, birthdays are about togetherness. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. In the championship game in the AFC or now NFC championship game, that's insanity. Um, and they and this, and this season was, you know a tad bit of a roller coaster for the Bucks, but here they are. Bottom line, I'm super – it's a great matchup. You can't, you can't ask for anything better than that. Rodgers and Brady, twilight of the career, the whole thing. Too bad that we're in the middle of the pandemic, but Lambo's still going to be a lot of fun. Yo, God, yeah. It's going to be incredible. Um, the Bucks beat them 38-10, to 10, I think it was week five. I don't get it all up into the matchups from earlier in the year because teams change. I mean, the Bucs just beat a team they lost to twice. Handily lost to twice. Um, I, by the way, went two for two in the week, and I picked the Chiefs, and I picked the Packers. I also picked the Saints, and I picked the Ravens, damn it. And you know what? I knew I should have went with the Bills, and I overthought it. Whatever. It is what it is. Two and two. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's a weird matchup because Pettin, the defense coordinator for the Packers, is so incredibly passive. And Brady, if you don't pressure Brady this year, it's been, I mean, he just destroys you. So that is a concern I have in this game. And on the flip side, the, the, the Bucks are just going to go berserk blitzing Rodgers. And Rodgers, as great as he is, there's times where he struggles with that. So that's why I think it's an interesting matchup. I do think the Packers are better. You mentioned they're favored by four. The Chiefs are favored right now by three. I'm guessing that line might move some if the Chiefs, if it, Mahomes is, is cleared. Um, but these should be very good games. Uh, I, but I, it, it should be very exciting. And it's supposed to snow at Lambeau, which is just awesome. 20 degrees roughly is, is the forecast right now. As far as Drew Brees and company, three picks. He's coming back from multiple rib fractures. So good on Drew for getting out there. Shaking hands with Brady after the game. Walking off the field, there's 500 people in the Superdome, if that. Hall of Famer, all of it. It just yep. feels like it's a terrible – It's a. I don't know why I would ever have like a moment of sympathy for Drew Brees, who's had the greatest career ever and is walking off, you know, an incredibly rich man and had the greatest experiences in life you can have, but it just didn't feel right. Well, because I think when you see the great player, you want it to end well, but it rarely does end well. It just rarely does. <laughs> I mean, at least, like, it's one thing, okay, fine, you lost to Brady. Like, at least get a standing ovation, you know, coming off the field. Oh, we love you, Drew. Nothing. Dead silence shaking Brady's hand. I mean, you got to want to puke. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. But I, gotta, I, I don't think there's any way that he comes back. First of all, Glazer reports that he's done. And watching Breeze, it just – they were bad picks. It's over, man. Yeah. It's over. You know, I know, like, quarterbacks are a lot like pitchers in that sense. When it goes, it just goes. And there's, there's, no, there's no bringing it back. Breeze had a first ballot Hall of Fame career. There's no shame in it. Won a Super Bowl. But it's over. 
Well, and everyone, I've seen a lot of people talking about this, and it's a great point. Look, he went down to Miami after his Chargers, you know, start of his career, you know, injured, doesn't pass a physical. Nick Saban's the coach at the time. Saban doesn't end up working out, goes to Alabama. The the Tide become the best NFL team in college football. Breeze ends up in New Orleans, wins a, you know, wins a Super Bowl. Sean Payton, like there was – so many things could have happened at that point in time. If he stays in Miami, does Saban become a successful NFL coach? What, how many, you know, what happens to the Dolphins? To the, you know, all of it, but uh, just a really fascinating start to a career that ends up in the Hall of Fame. Very rarely do you go from nobody in the world wants you to a Super Bowl champion, NFL MVP, and uh, you know the where does he where does he rank yardage wise at the top? Right, my nuts. Am I losing my mind right now at uh, ten thirty at night? No, he's at the top. He's right. He's at the top. I mean, that's incredible. Really, I mean, an unbelievable. And and also, you know, six feet tall in the pocket passer, just an incredible career. One of the all-time great careers, and it started out so bad at the Chargers that they drafted Rivers, and rightfully so. It looked like he was going to be a bust, and he gets hurt at the end of what is a very good season with with San Diego goes to the Saints when they are coming off of everything that went on with Katrina, won one of the most impactful Super Bowls the city's ever had. Um, he had an unbelievable career, and he deserves to be celebrated for it. And that said, let's be honest, it's over. <laughs> I mean, no, I, because, you know, the people get so like, well, you know, no, come on. It's over. It's okay. He's 41. He's, it, 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 it's over. Brady right. somehow continues to just defy all all logic and time. I mean, Brady, I think, can play at least fifty. Did you but, did you watch his post game interview? Breeze? Uh, yeah, no, Brady, Brady on the field. No, I did not. I mean, so he's just sitting there, and you know, he's looking like Tom Brady, GQ. You know, the seven zillion dollar smile, and everyone's you know, he's as, then after the interview, he's running off the field and he's shaking everyone's hand. He's got the huge smile. It's like. You know, he's, he's answering all the questions. Yeah, I just want to say hi to my mom and my dad and my kid. I'm like, oh, my God. Can you – can you? do you have to be this perfect? I mean, my God. But he is – Terrible person. Yeah, no, this, he's actually not. No, he's – you got to appreciate him. The guy's, yeah. the guy's too good to be uh, – just like, is anybody really this perfect? Is anybody – you've got six Super Bowls. You're going you, – you took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – the Tampa Bay Bucks. Let's just remember where he went. I'm going to go down to Tampa. And granted, there was a lot of talent, but he sized up where he was going. And I'm going to take you to the NFC Championship game. We're going to play the Packers. And by the way, we might end up back in the Super Bowl. And if there's an upset on the other side of the coin, hey, Buffalo, remember I've killed you my entire life. I'm going to do it one more time. And maybe I'll come back for another three years. Anyway, all right, let's move forward. Speaking of that, which underdog do you like more, Vertoram? I'm assuming you – are in on Tampa over the over the pack more than the Bills over the Chiefs. Is Mahomes playing? I well, I think he is. Don't so you? If Mahomes, if Mahomes is not playing, I mean, like it has to be the Bills. If Mahomes is playing, I think the Bucks have a better shot to win. Now, I'll be honest. I'm worried about the Chiefs a little bit in terms of yeah. This, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Look, go ahead. Let's hear it. I think it's a harder matchup for the Packers than it is for the Chiefs. The Bills don't have tight ends and backs that scare you, which is a problem for Kansas City. And if they see the Packers, it's going to be a problem. 
the Bills don't do that. They don't run the ball. They don't throw to the backs. They don't throw to the tight end a ton. The Chiefs are really good at taking out receivers. You know, do you happen to know what Jarvis Landry did today? Tell me. Seven catches for 20 yards. Wow. The Chiefs, are, dude, the Chiefs have a really good secondary. It doesn't get play because they're just so dominant offensively. I'll give you a name. Lejarius Sneed, who is a rookie corner for the Chiefs, I would say that right now, based off just the way he plays, he's a top 10 corner in the NFL. And that's not even a biased thing. That is just a genuine, honest to God, I watch every team in the league. Lejarius Sneed is ridiculous. And I think if, if you're the Bills – when they played him the first time, Stephon Diggs, as great as he's been all year, at six catches for 46 yards. The Chiefs and, – and Snead didn't even play in that game. He will be in this one, obviously. Like, the Chiefs have a way of taking away your receivers. And so, I think it's tough. And then the flip side of that, Buffalo does not get pressure and they blitz a lot. And if they do that against the Chiefs and they don't get home – it, it just never ends well the other direction. My favorite Jarvis Landry moment today was when he was calling for the football and Baker threw a 10 minutes late and Kenneth Penny picked it off. <laughs> you remember that play? Uh, who picked it off? Did I, did I not say it right? Who's 45? 45? Who? Yes. No. On the Chiefs? Didn't a linebacker by the name of, of, of 45 pick off a pass today? Uh, not, for the, not for the Chiefs, for the Bucks. Devin White did it. Number 40. But for the Chiefs, it was, it was uh, Tyron Matthew who picked it off. I'm thinking of some play that's not in the I'm, – I'm having football. You're, of, you're having a, a, a borderline aneurysm. But the, the play you're thinking of was in the third quarter, to start the third quarter, Landry was open across the middle and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And, yeah, Mayfield rolled late. And who picked and it off? Tyron Matthew. You jumped the route. Um, you're thinking of Devin White of the Bucks, who's a no, who's number 45, who's a linebacker. I'm I'm literally thinking but of you that's called a, him like uh, Penny or something. I don't know what the hell just happened. There's a Kenneth Penny on the Chiefs is 45. <laughs> I was looking it up. Can't, I, I honestly got I didn't I didn't know who that is. I mean, unless it's a no Kenneth Penny. I don't know who that is. I can tell you I, right now though, he didn't have a pick. <laughs> I don't know who that is, man. All right, but that's that is a Sunday night combination of playoff football, which just shows that uh, I need to do less drugs uh, when I was at the University of Iowa. That whoever for the ever the forty five that I'm talking about, that I'm combining two plays now, who literally just smacked the shit out of what would be uh, wide receiver was trying to tackle him. Now that was in the Saints game. 13 was trying to tackle him and he just like smacked yes. him back 10 yards. That was, that, that was very enjoyable. Get, don't even think about touching me, but, uh, and, and Baker, he's like pointing, go over there. He's waiting, 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 waiting. And then I'm like, you know what, Baker, you're, you're not, you're not Aaron Rodgers, my friend. And then Baker, by the way, had a couple of, there were some moments today where I was like, okay, Baker, like he threw some pretty good balls. He made a couple of really nice throws. Yeah. Like it was, he, he had moments. But again, but this is why I go back to I do think the Chiefs are well positioned against both. Now Allen is much better than Baker Mayfield. I'm not arguing that. He's got better weapons on the outside. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm losing my voice now. Um but the Chiefs did a great job the whole day of limiting them throwing the football. I mean, five and a half yards an attempt. The Chiefs are good at that. The Chiefs are very good in pass defense. And Buffalo, unlike Cleveland, cannot run. They don't even try to run. 
So I, I think I just think the Chiefs match up. And I'll tell, I'll give you one other thing. The fact that Josh Allen was named a co-second team All Pro with Mahomes. If Mahomes is healthy for this game, he's going to come out to prove a point. He is he is petty in that regard. I, I don't think that hurts them either. We covered this earlier, but uh, just to keep with the rundown here. Uh, should the Ravens pay Lamar, Lamar a huge sum this offseason? We, we hit that. We did. And, and, and I would just, upon further review 10 minutes later, I, you, you pay Lamar. You give Lamar his money. You have no other option. And, like, because so, there is so much bad quarterback money going around in the NFL right now. I mean, just look at what we were talking about earlier with Jared Goff. I mean, you, right. Right. There's you you pay Lamar. I think you have to. You want to add anything else on to it? No, I mean, look again. To reiterate, I think you have to, but I think they're going to do it winching because unless something changes with now, again, do are you sticking with this offense? Because I, I'm telling you, they're not winning the Super Bowl like this. They're not. It's so ridiculously one dimensional. You don't even have to worry about him throwing, and frankly. If you're like, would you pay Baker Mayfield $40 million a year? No. Okay. Baker Mayfield's a better thrower of the football than Lamar Jackson is. He is, but. Unquestioned. Now, I get it. I get it. I'm not a moron. I understand Jackson also has rushed for 100 or 1,000 yards the last two years. But A, that's going to dissipate over time. And B, is that something you really are like, if you're paying him because of that ability, I get it. It gets really unique, and it's a matchup nightmare. But, like, do we really think he's running for 1,000 yards every year? Like, I just I, – no, it scare the hell out of me. Like, what happens when he starts running for 500, 600 yards a year? Then what? And you're going to get diminishing returns on that over his career, of course, and eventually you're also playing with fire. He's going to get hurt. What's interesting to me, look, you've got – Jacksonville sitting there with the number one overall pick. Does, do they want any of these quarterbacks? As we move on, will the Texans ultimately trade Deshaun Watson? I mean, hey, Jacksonville, do you want Deshaun Watson? Because we'll, we'll, we, we'd love the number one pick. Deshaun doesn't want to be here. You want to go with the sure thing? Here's our guy. I mean, if I'm Jacksonville, that is so freaking tempting. And, that, and I think that's the best move for the Texans. But is there – like? And the other side of it, like, what happens if Baltimore wanted to get crazy? Hey, Jacksonville, you interested in Lamar? You know, I, I don't know. There's, it's, there's opportunities for people to get creative right now. Dallas, hey, Jacksonville, you like Dak? We want, you know, I don't know. Um, but the question mm-hmm. is, will the Texans ultimately trade Deshaun Watson? If they do, there's going to be a long, 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 long list. And maybe and maybe, Texas, maybe Houston can get a package that would make remote sense, but I don't think they're going to do it, even though the news that keeps coming out is that people really think he's going to end up elsewhere. Look, Schefter tweeting that out, and nobody's more plugged in than, than Schefter right. at this point in time. He's not doing that guessing. Like, he's getting told, yeah, he's out of here. That's, that's it now. If you If you've covered the league a little bit, you understand where that's coming from. That's coming from Watson's representation. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. 
Use promo code RADIO and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100, get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. That, that they're telling Schefter, hey, you can go ahead and report it. Our guy wants out. He's out of here. They understand how this works because now that puts pressure on Houston. And if, if I'm the Texans, if I'm Cal McNair, who owns the team, and my understanding with him is he's a pretty hands-off owner. He, he's a nice man, but he doesn't really get involved. I am sitting down with Deshaun Watson and saying, look, I am not trading you. What do we have to do to make you happy? Is that fire Jack Easterby? Because I'll fire him yesterday. Is that what it takes? Like, I'll eat the money. I'm Cal McNair. I have more money than I know what to do with. I don't care. He's gone. I will fire him tomorrow. Is it Eric Bieniemy coming into town? Because if it's Eric Bieniemy, I will sit Eric Bieniemy down and say, look, Deshaun's not going anywhere. Here's a blank check. What do you want? What is it going to take? Because if you trade him, they are an expansion team. They're well, an expansion team. Well, hold on. If you're, if you're Jacksonville, would you, would you do that? Let me get – I'll take Deshaun Watson for the number one pick. Would you do it? Uh, damn, man. That's a good question. I'll, I'll start by saying that it will never happen because they won't trade him in the division. But would I do it? Yeah, I probably would do it. So you, you would think – Because lo- I know he's great. Right. You would have to think long and hard with it. And if you're Houston and this dude doesn't want to be here – Right. And I, I get a, and And I'm getting – I'm going to get Trevor Lawrence, who I think is really, really good – and I'm not going to contract. Pay, and I'm going to get a rookie contract. It's, I mean, it's, it's, there's, I hear you. There could be a win win here. But I don't think it happens in the division. I'd be absolutely floored. Okay. Well, he, and then he wants to go to Miami, which, listen, now that's nice. He wants to go to Miami. The, the Texans don't care, I'm sure. That, but Miami has two first round picks and Tua. So if Miami calls up, and, and by, by the way, Miami should call up and offer this in a heartbeat. Tua. Number three pick, our other first round pick, which I think off the top of my head is number 18, and another pick next year. Another first round pick. Like, would the Texans do it? I, I don't know. But if I'm Cal McNair, if I'm the ownership there, I am literally sitting him down saying, Look, I'm not dealing with you. I will do whatever you want me to do because I feel like this franchise has gone so far off the rails at this point. I mean, did you read the SI feature? On, on the whole situation down there? Yeah, not good. It's insane. Yeah. Easterby thinks like there's like the SI is somehow like in some covert attempt to like take him down. I mean, what is going on? Jack well, that, Easterby has never done anything on a personnel side. He's a pastor, for God's sake. And they're, just, they're all like horrified to go any other route with this guy. Why is anyone listening to Jack Easterby? Who cares? Yes, and... Reminding back to McNair, like, if you sit him down, let's just say we play out that that scenario happens, and Deshaun just looks him in his eyes like, you know, I respect you, I appreciate it, but I just don't want to be here. What do you do at that point? You, 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 give it, you, you give it your best your best go multiple times. You try to convince me, yeah, I, I hear you, and, and my heart's not in it. Tough spot for the Texans. I mean – and, and we've seen this – is, this is the world of sports right now. The players have a lot more power, and deservedly so for that matter, uh, by the way. Right. That, you know, 
maybe you got to try to make your best win-win deal that you can. Um, and Texans fans are going to be Texans fans. They're going to be pissed. They're going to, and it's been rough in Houston. And we got James Harden running around with the Nets putting up thirty some odd points, and 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 means, strip cl- strip club okay. workers have lost a lot of dough. Strip club workers, bad times in Houston, great times in Brooklyn. I mean, I'll tell you what, the strip club buffets are going to get going to get hit hard now that James is in town. But yeah. uh, that's neither here nor there. I'll close on the, on this with that with or this thought here. If I were coming there and Deshaun Watson said, look, man, I appreciate you, but I'm not coming back, I would tell him, you just signed a six-year extension, and I will literally make you retire before I trade you. Okay. Because you- we're an expansion team if we trade you. I don't know if that's the way it goes, but if I was Cal McNair, I'd be like, it's going to be a cold day in hell before I trade you. So if you want to sit out and not get paid for six years, fine, because that's what it's going to take. That would be an am- that's that's just that's just uncomfortable. All you right, know, we always see this crap though in the NBA, right? Like you see this all the time. Now, now I am not, I, I do not blame Deshaun Watson. Normally, I'm kind of anti-player when this stuff happens. Like when Anthony Davis is like, I want out of here. I've had enough. It's like, yeah, okay, fine. You have two and a half years in your deal, but nor, but normally I, I think players sometimes it's like, come on, you can't have cake and eat it too. You sign this huge contract, but now you're freaking out. You want out of there. In Watson's case, I get it because they broke a ton of promises to the guy. So, and, and everybody who knows him says he's an incredible person. So I'm not, I'm not anti-Watson here at all on this. I'm not at all. I just am saying, from if I if I were the owner, I would not trade him because I just think it's 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 competitive suicide. Um, but you know, you see this all the time in the NBA. These guys are like, you know, I, well, you know, I want out. I demand. I, and I, and not only do I want to go out, I want to go to Philly. And I want, like, if I were the Rockets, now they got a bounty for Harden, fine. I would have traded him to Detroit. I mean, you want out? You quit on me? Fine. Here, enjoy Detroit for the rest of your life. That's where you're going. I get that. And the Brooklyn Nets are the dumbest team I've ever seen. Like, what they that just did. That trade is not going to age well. No, it's not. Uh, all right, let's move on to Patrick Mahomes. You've got it here. If Patrick Mahomes plays, what will we see from him on Sunday? Little more NFL NBA crossover. Uh, Jordan game. This is it. This is is he's gonna be MJ. I forget who coined this term. It was one of the Chiefs players. He's gonna go into God mode. Like if he, if he's legitimate, I'm not. I'm talking about healthy, not like he's out there and ambling around. If he's healthy, this is one of these things where Mahomes comes out and everybody's like, I don't know, I don't know, and he throws for like 430 yards. You think you, they're you gonna need that? that? You think they're gonna need that level of performance? No, but I think they're gonna get it. Okay. I, I think it's going to be one of these things where it's just an absolute, you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is – it's just, you, you know, look, whenever guys like that are challenged and it feels like, I don't know – and Brady's been like that his whole career. This is another reason, by the way, I give them a shot in this game on Sunday. But whenever the guys like that are challenged, like Jordan with the flu game, and I was like, it, or, or whatever, as we've turned out to learn, that it's like the, the, the food poisoning game. Okay, whatever you want to term it. Those guys just seem to take it to another level. And I remember when Mahomes last year came back from that, that dislocated kneecap, and everybody thought he was nuts because he only missed two weeks. And they, he never missed a practice with that. Never missed a practice. Comes back. They're playing in Tennessee, who last year actually had a decent defense. He threw for 446 yards in the game. Just destroyed them. It was unbelievable. He was literally on one leg. It was just killing them. So, yeah, man, I don't know. 
I could just see him going full on Michael Jordan mode in that game, and I kind of think he will if he's healthy. See, I think I feel in Jordan mode in in the in at least in my dream world here in the Super Bowl. Rogers, Mahomes, Jordan, Rogers, all of it. Uh, I don't think they're going to need it against the Bills. I I think it'll be. I, I feel, I'm feeling more of like a slug it out, 28-19 Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. Allen throws a couple bad picks, maybe even fumbles the football on a Josh Allen run, gets hit from behind, something. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think Buffalo's going to challenge the Chiefs as much as I think we're going to hear a lot of – there's going to be a lot of people predicting the Bills are going to win this football game this oh, week. a ton. Yeah, and I, I don't see it, but we'll see. Looking forward to it. Probably, All right, let's. Ever answered, who do you like as the, the as a underdog? Who do you like more, Buffalo or Tampa? Uh, I like Tampa more. Okay. And but I don't. Maybe I'm just you know, and I listen. I picked you all. Don't seem to like either one of them. I don't. I picked all chalk this weekend. I was it was three out of four. Um, I will say this. If Mahomes plays in that game against the Bills, the Bills better finish the job early. Because that's one of those things, like, if he's hanging around, it, you just know at some point it's coming. Yeah, and, and look, the Chiefs keep on moving along here, but how many weeks in a row now have they not covered? Seven? Nine. Nine weeks. So you keep playing with fire. At some point, something doesn't bounce your way, and – you know, I, maybe, you know, give Chad Henney credit. That was phenomenal. 14-yard run. Why? I will say this today, and, I, and I, we've talked, we, we've agreed on this. I think if Mahomes doesn't get hurt today, they would have covered that spread. Oh, right. They, and they look, looked like they were clearly on their way to winning fairly comfortably, and then that happened. So I think you kind of got to give them a little bit of a pass. Like, I think – I think the Chiefs were winning by more than 10 today if, if Mahomes doesn't get hurt. By the way, you also have a problem with your kicker. Uh, that, yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, that could be a real problem. You know what's amazing with him? I think that's the ninth extra point he's missed this year. He's missed three field goals the entire season. Like, and anything from 50 yards out, you might as well just put the points on the board. Like, any time they need – I would – and I'm not exaggerating. If you said to me, the game's on the line next Sunday night. You can have Butker kick a 33-yard field goal or a 57-yard field goal. Weather is <laughs> not a factor. What do you oh, – give me the 57-yarder. Well, it's like he, money in the bank, but he can't hit anything inside 35 yards. And the 50-yarder, by the way, that it blasts against the net. Like, that would have been good from 65. Yeah. It's inc- he hit one from 67 in pregame. Like, it, it's, it's not – it's like a mental thing. I don't know what his deal is, but I agree. Yeah. All right, in or out, let's move through here. The Browns have the brightest future in the AFC North. A lot of people giving Cleveland some big-time love for what they accomplished and all of it. You're one of those people, Matt Verderam, so I think you're going to say yes to this one. You're in. I'm in because I don't believe in Jackson as a passer. I just don't. People can kill me for it all they want. Fine. I don't care. He can't throw the ball. Not, Not well enough anyway. Pittsburgh, to me, is done. They got a million free agents coming up. Roethlisberger is like Breeze, except he's going to play one more year. It's just over. And Cincinnati, I like the future there, but I, I think they're a few years away. So I like Cleveland. I really do. They got a killer ground game, great old line. I like the way they're built. Now they got to fix that defense. The defense is not good. 
but you've got that stud in Garrett and Ward in the, in the second. You got a couple pieces to build around. So, look, I don't think they're infallible, but I like Stefanski a lot. I like the bones of the team, and I, I think he's figured out how to use Mayfield. So, I, I do. I like them going forward. I'm a little skeptical that when the schedule gets a little bit tougher, I mean, Cleveland, you, they, they, they benefited this year for, by the schedule makers um, or the way it fell, however you want to put it. I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to uh, to write the Ravens off, even as ugly as they went out against Buffalo. So I'll still take both. I'll still take Baltimore as the class of the North, at least in 2021. Um, so I'm out. Let's go to the Saints are finished as contenders with Breeze's retirement in or out. It's interesting. Like, do you, do you elevate Jameis? Do you do you stay with Taysom Hill? Do you do something completely off the board? I, I, I don't think. think go ahead. I think it, I think it's all. I'll be brief. I think it's over. I think it was over this year because Breeze was terrible. And I, I get it. You see all these people on Twitter like, come on, Jameis. Jameis sucks. <laughs> like, I hate to break this. Jameis sucks. He throws, he throws picks nonstop. What about the sweet throw on the trickeration? Who cares? Like, Jarvis Landry hit a throw like that earlier this year. Like, that's fine. It was a great play. But, like, the guy's wide open. I'd hope he'd hit him. Like, it's just to me – I get it. Oh, 5,000 yards. Okay, great. He throws 30 friggin' picks. Like, I, like, could they make the playoffs with him? Yeah. But, like, are they going to literally – are they going to go to the Super Bowl Jameis? No, they're not. Uh, to me, and they're not going with Taysom Hill. Let's just put that to bed right now. So, yeah, I think they're done. I think I, they could still be a playoff team. Like, I, I could still see that. But they're not – as far as them, like, going to, going to the Super Bowl, no, that's all. I would agree with not going to the Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints are right back in the playoff conversation next year. They went 3-1 and one with Taysom. I don't even hate Jameis. Uh, and there's that Mitchell Trubisky guy in Chicago. He'd be interesting in the Saints uniform. I'd love to see that. Where You know, you know he's going to end up in New England, and, and Bill Belichick's going to make him into Jimmy Garoppolo or something. Uh, let's do the Eagles. The Eagles have the most unattractive coaching vacancy, in or out. I'm out if, if this stuff with Watson doesn't settle down. I'm, I'm out then because you, you're not going to Houston and dealing with Easterby and Casario uh, to, to deal with, with no Deshaun Watson and no first or second round pick. Now, you'd have picks if you trade a Watson, obviously. But I think the Eagles are still a really bad job right now. I really do. I, I like the ownership. Lori's a good owner. But a lot of people feel like Howie Roseman, it's a big power play there. And how long does he have left if things don't turn around? I don't know. And if you move if you move on from a GM, you usually move on from a coach. I wouldn't want to go there. They are 70 million over the cap. And who the hell is the quarterback? Wentz? He's awful. I, I don't want Carson Wentz. So I do think the Houston job's worse just because it's an absolute dumpster fire. But like the Philly job is a tire fire. I don't think it's I don't think it's great, but it's better than the Houston job. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? The average garage door is made up of 1.3 millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know? Your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know. A runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Yeah, what do you do? Well, I mean, the Eagles, you are 
I mean, you're, you gotta, you gotta somehow appease Carson Wentz. I don't know. I, I think I, I'm in that, that is a, that is, that is the only thing that's good about it, the Eagles job is who do you, who are you worried about in that division? Like you could climb pretty quickly. Is, is Dallas going to be super formidable next year because Dak's going to be back? I guess maybe. Are you, are you worried about the Washington football team? So I feel like the Eagles could turn it around real quickly as far as just being a playoff contender. They, hell, they were almost in the playoff conversation this year. They, but they I guess could. They could. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let, Robert Salah, Verderam, has been the best head coaching hire so far, in or out. What do we think about that, uh, the former 49ers defensive coordinator Getting a lot of buzz here uh, as he lands in New York. I think Salah's a great hire. Um, yeah, I'm in. He's the best hire. I, I'm what? not even going to go that deep because we're running along here. But I, I think he's a very good hire. Pairs well with Joe Douglas. Um, they got to get an offensive mind in there that can get the job done. That's the only yeah. thing with these defensive hires. Like you, you do worry about that. But my God, the Chargers just like while we we're doing this hired Brendan Staley. From the Rams, who's a 38-year-old defensive coordinator, the man's been in the league for three years, and the Chargers are like, "That's fine, we'll bring him in." Good luck. I hope you're bringing in a really veteran offensive coordinator. But I like Salah more than everybody else. Yeah. What are you over Urban? Oh God, yeah, that's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> I don't care. I'll just call, you know, and maybe I'll eat my words. If I do, hey, cool. I'm happy to eat them. But I, I I'll be, I'd be shocked, man. I I need to learn my Salah. So I'm not I, – I, this is a tough one for me. But I don't know, man. Urban's been very successful. You're going you're gonna to pair him with Trevor. Could be interesting down there. Um, and Brandon Staley, he was incredible in Chicago, man. They should never let him get out of there. Instead, they end, you know, he ended up leaving when Vangio left, and they ended up hiring Chuck Pagano, who was ready to retire and finally did. Uh, I don't know about him being a head coach. That's 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 a very that's a quick lot, ride. Man. I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but like you're the outside linebackers coach in in Chicago for two years, and the outside linebackers coach of the Broncos for a year. And yeah, the Rams defense was great this season. It's it's one year. You're 38 years old. Like that is just that it's is great. a lot. Yeah, you're here. You go. Here's the whole team. Good luck. Yeah. No. Okay. That's it's quick, but I. Every time everybody brings up Brandon Staley around her, my guy Adam Hogue talks about him all the time. They love Brandon Staley. Uh, Imagine not hiring Eric Bieniemy, who's been doing it for God knows to hire yeah. a guy who is hey, we're all throwing darts here. Maybe Staley turns out to be great, but boy, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that high. You're like, Gee, really? Like, okay, it works out for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to be white if you want to be an NFL head coach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, all right, what's going on over there, Verderam? You, you you got anything left in the tank? I'm exhausted, Carm. And I still got to write my stack in the box, Carm. I'm done. All right, I, well that I'm done. I'm exhausted. All hell, Chad Henney, who, you know, yeah, actually, I'll leave with this. And anybody who's not a Chief fan is going to be physically ill listening to this because it's so sappy. But anyone who is a Chief fan will really, hopefully, enjoy it. You know, the Chiefs always get thought of as a team, and rightfully so that they win because they are flashy. They have Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill and Hardman, and it's, it's the Legion of Zoom, and it's point a minute and everything. And I get that. And r- sure. The Chiefs showed why, though, in my opinion today, 
why they're the defending champions and why they're still around. Because in a game where they needed to make it happen, they did something that through most of my life they never did. They showed heart. They found their character. When, they, when Henny throws that pick with whatever it was, six minutes left, they're, they're up by five, they're hanging on, everything's going wrong, the defense gets a three and out. When it's third and 14, Henny scrambled it. Do you know that since 2015, Chad Henny has a total of negative six rushing yards, and he runs for 13 and a half yards on that play to get it on fourth. And also, and I know it's controversial, Daniel Sorensen's play at the end of the first half. Whether or not it was a penalty, that was a great play. How many guys just give up on that play and let the guy go in? They maybe give a token jog. Daniel Sorensen never quit, went flying across the field and knocked the ball out. And I, I, I am with people who say they hate that rule. That's fine. I agree. But it is what it is. It is the rule. You got to know that if you're a receiver. I, I get there's an argument of did he hit him in the head? Whatever you want to say. It was a great play, and it's a play that any NFL player would try to make 100 times out of 100 if they were hustling and had a shot to do it. We should have brought that, part, that play up earlier in the, in the podcast. I'm glad that it's making it here and at the end versus not at all. Number one, I hate the rule. Number two, can't fumble the football. You fumble the football. Right. I mean, you know it's the rule. It's a stupid yeah. rule, but you know it's well, true. But the rule, the rule doesn't matter. Like, you were reaching for the pylon. You didn't have to reach for the pylon, by the way. It wasn't the last play of the half. Like, right. you, you, were, you were straight out of your comfort zone, trying to stretch to the goal line. You took a risk. You lost. Um, so, ultimately, that's – I mean, it sucks for the Browns, but – you can't be fumbling the football um, end of the day. So uh, I, I will wrap up on this. Varam, this weekend, I had Giordano's Pizza on Saturday night. I had Uncle Julio's Mexican tonight. That's beautiful. I feel like I just drove through Portillo's recently. We had, uh, we had queso with the Uncle Julio's, and I'm just slurping down chips and cheese. I'm straight – I can just feel it. I am disgusting. I am disgusting. I am at least five pounds up right now. And I'm just telling you right now, this next Sunday night after championship Sunday, this week is going to be a winning week, whatever it is. I'm going to come in here and it's going to be, it's, I'm going to, I'm committing myself to excellence right now. And I'm putting it out there right now to get some extra accountability from you and all the stacking the box fans. So thank you for being here. I'll just say, first of all, good for you. It sounds like a hell of a week. Second of all, I won't get too into this because nobody needs to. I, uh, <laughs> I was not feeling uh, well throughout the day today as I was a nervous wreck. So let's just say I, I'm sure I'm downweight, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go from there. I, I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I, I'm good. pretty sure I'm in good shape. Uh, you know, when we do these videos, uh, if you're just an audio listener, there's we pull clips, so we're doing it on, on Zoom. And you can just see, like I'm looking at myself, look at that fat face. I got, I got fat face. And you, on the other hand, you got skinny face. You've got skinny face. I've got fat face. 208, Carm. The march to 200 continues. I mean, I, I was down to 176. I bet I'm 184. Oh, God. If I was 176, I, I think I was 176 when I was 12 years old. 
Yeah, well, um, I, I got to get back there. It's it's uh, we got a workout schedule tomorrow. MLK Day, celebrate it if if you're off or whether you're not off. Uh, enjoy one of the greatest people in the history of the planet. Yes. Uh, Martin Luther King. Okay, we'll see you Wednesday for our midweek. Get you ready for the championship weekend. Thank you for listening to Stacking the Box. We'll see you next time. You probably know Progressive Insurance for insuring your home and auto. You may know Flo and Dr. Rick. But what you may not know is that Progressive helps employees support over 3,800 charitable organizations annually because we're committed to helping our employees, and our employees are committed to helping others. Anyway, we just wanted to share. We were a little too proud of it to keep it to ourselves. And if you already knew all of this about us, you've either heard this radio spot before or just randomly know a lot about Progressive. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates based on data from May 2020 through April 2021. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.